Good evening, my fellow Americans. Take the red pill. We're at war with the most dangerous enemy that has ever faced mankind in his long climb from the swamp to the stars. The disastrous rise of misplaced power exists. All we have built, all we have worked for, would be destroyed. There is nothing the political establishment will not do. And this nation will not be fully free until all its citizens are free. Our arms must be mighty, ready for instant action. These criminals cannot be rewarded. So that no potential aggressor may be tempted to risk his own destruction. There is a point beyond which they must not advance. They're coming after you and I'm just standing in their way. Here I am. You and I have a rendezvous with death. The cost of freedom is always high. Those who had the most to lose did the least to prevent its happening. Our movement is about replacing a failed and corrupt political establishment well, I think it's time we ask ourselves if we still know the freedoms that were intended for us by the Founding Fathers. This is a crusade! This is a holy war against the deep state! We never wanted to be right, but yet things are all adding up to the firestorm. Am I the only one here tonight Shaking my head and thinking something ain't right Is it just me? Am I losing my mind? Am I standing on the edge of the end of time? Am I the only one? Tell me I'm not Who thinks of taking all the good we got And turning it back Hell, I'll be damned I think I'm turning into my old man Am I the only one willing to bleed or Take a bullet for being free Screaming what the hell at my TV For telling me, yeah, are you telling me Am I the only one not brainwashed Making my way through the land of the lost Who sees it as it is and worries about his kids As they try to undo all the things he did Am I the only one who can't take no more screaming If you don't like it, there's a freaking door This ain't the freedom we've been fighting for Something more, yeah, it was something more. Am I the only one willing to fight for my love of the red and white and the blue? Burning on the ground, another statue coming down in a town near Watching the threads of old glory come undone. Not the only one 
getting stormy out there good morning good evening good afternoon wherever you are in the world my name is josh and welcome to the red pill projects daily dose live with you monday through thursday 8 30 p.m eastern standard time this is where we bring you the unfolding global conspiracy and a conspiracy it is today's episode is prelude to war now many have labeled me the the bearer of doom and gloom. I've joked with it before, and I don't mean to bring doom and gloom, and I don't mean to say that, you know, shit is going to get bad before it ever gets better. But um, looking at the world right now, the state the world is in, we're in, you know, one month and 15 days in the 2024, and it is an absolute shit show. Um, every day is just like, what? No way. Oh my God. That's crazy. And us, us, the Anons, the Red Pillars, we're sitting there going, dude, we knew this years ago. Like, you guys are just catching up to what we've been saying for a long time. And that's a very scary thing. You know, it, it's a very, it's a very scary thing to have a lot of what you've talked about, a lot of the research that you've done. And I'm talking about you guys, you guys and myself, a lot of the stuff that we've done come to fruition. And you get this skill set, this knack of looking at certain things and realizing something's coming. Something big is about to happen. Not only on the, the psycho-archetypical emotional level of humanity, which I think is highly unstabilized right now, but on kind of the, the, the global um, zeitgeist level, the, the global level, the collective level, if you want to call it that. that the the kettle is boiling and the pot is about to burst. A um, little bit of news from today. I put a Twitter post out there for this and I said specifically, put the pieces together. Britain has just announced today that it has entered a recession. Japan, unexpectedly, yesterday said that they had entered a depression. Um. Uh, Britain had the worst GDP performance um, in 2023 in years as per CNN. 
Um, you've had six other countries announce that they have entered into a recession. You have massive layoffs that have been announced throughout the U.S. Um, retail and tech industry. You have the manipulated economic numbers, where every three months these numbers are revised to show massive decline in, in jobs, massive decline in, in retail numbers, uh, massive decline in spending. We just found out that the majority of the jobs that Joe Biden's created in the four years have gone to um, illegal immigrants. There's radical spending within Congress. And I want you to think about this for a second. Think about how hard Congress right now, the deep state, we'll, we'll just we'll just call the deep staters, okay? Think about how bad the deep state is trying to push this Israel and Ukrainian aid bill. They went to the extremes to run a psychological warfare campaign on America. Oh my God, we got... We got Russian intel. Oh no, the Russians are going to put nukes in space to annihilate satellites. Like, is the word gullible in the dictionary? Firstly, a satellite is about the size of a car. Okay? With a lot of these satellites. We have CubeSats now, which are much smaller. If you think that they're going to use a tactical nuke to take out a satellite, it's just absolutely asinine, okay? It's like using a stick of dynamite to kill a dust mite. Secondly, the Russians and the United States have had nukes in space since the 1980s. The Star Wars defense system under Reagan established that long ago. Even though they came out with treaties saying they wouldn't weaponize space, they're already there. Not only do they have nukes in space, they have something known as Thor's hammer or rods of God. Okay. These are incredibly long um, steel poles of metal and uh, of, of nickel and cobalt, which are just dropped from 300 to 400 miles up in the atmosphere. What happens is they heat up, they expand, and they hit a critical velocity. When they hit the ground, it's equivalent to a tactical nuke. Then they have directed energy weapons. And maybe they have something like the, the the things that we've seen before. But we can guarantee you that they have defensive and offensive laser systems, even maybe even plasma systems. But one thing that they absolutely have, and this is something that they've been doing for a long time, the X-37B is a prime example of this, is number one, nuclear-capable space vehicles, vehicles that can go up there, enter the low Earth orbit, and launch nukes from there, as well as they have these space vehicles and space satellites that can deploy swarms of drones. These drones are called satellite killers. These drones will latch, latch onto a satellite and they'll have explosives in them and they'll blow them up in the sky. So to come out and have this fear propaganda campaign that we heard yesterday, the Russia's trying to put nukes in space. Oh my God, we got to stop them was one of the most ridiculous things that I've heard come out of Congress, of our U.S. government in a very long time. And that's saying a lot. But the, then you have to ask yourself, why? Why did they do that specifically at that time? 
Are they that desperate to get that much money out of the United States of America and into the hands of the deep state? Now, they're poising Russia as this enemy. Now, I bet you've heard a lot of people calling Russia communist. Russia's no longer communist. They haven't been communist in over 30 years. Russia has a constitution. Russia has a federalist form of government. Russia is capitalist in their economy. Now, I wouldn't move to Russia. Um, is their government corrupt? Probably. Yep, very much so. Is it as bad as it is here? I don't know. Do they have an infringement of rights and freedoms? I don't know. Don't want to find out. I like it here. I'm willing to stay here and save my country because that's what this is about. Okay. I'm not moving to Russia. I don't care to move to Russia. But what I want to point out is that when you start hearing Soviet rhetoric, oh, the commies over there in Russia, Russia hasn't been communist in 30, 35 years. But this is what they want you to think. They want to bring back this old Cold War rhetoric. They want you to be afraid of the boogeyman that they're creating. And see, what I mean here is that I've been watching what's happening. I've been watching very closely. Britain has officially declared a recession. Japan has declared a recession. Multiple other countries have declared a recession. We have the manipulated economic numbers. We know the United States has been in a recession since Joe Biden took over. We have the inflation that increased 3.1% just this last year. So we have that economic side of the house. Jeff Bezos and his ex-wife have dumped billions of dollars of stock over the last few days. We have other millionaires and billionaires dumping stock. We had BlackRock just a few weeks ago doing the same thing. Then something weird happened today. And I don't think many people really, people saw it and they go to the Antarctica thing and they start thinking something. But you have to put it all together. Today, Iran made a claim to Antarctica against the United States. Iran said that we have property rights in the South Pole. We plan to raise our flag there and carry out military and scientific work. There's a few other countries that have already done something similar. Other countries that have already made claims under the Atlantic Treaty System, which was established in 1959, are Chile, France, New Zealand, Australia, Norway, and the United Kingdom. Interesting enough that um, every single one of those countries besides two, or yeah, besides one, two, three, that half of those countries are five eyes countries, New Zealand, United Kingdom, and Australia. So the U.S. has never made a territorial claim officially. The Antarctic Treaty System was established in 1959, governs the continent, setting aside sovereignty disputes and promoting scientific cooperation peace. Iran, who's made this claim in 2024, is not part of the treaty at this time. The question is, why did Iran do this? If you've been following the events over the last few days, then you remember yesterday, we were just talking about this now, when the United States says there is a massive national security concern regarding Russia and space-based nukes. Iran is a member of the BRICS nations, as well as an ally to Russia. Um, I view Iran as more of a surrogate to foreign policy for Russia. 
is that when Russia doesn't get their way in the foreign stage, in the international stage, they use Iran to basically coerce, force, or do these types of things to put pressure on other countries. So you have to ask yourself, why did Iran do this today? The U.S. is calling out Russia for having space-based weapons. Although Russia and the United States have, have had space-based weapons since the 1980s or maybe even before, this accusation by the U.S., I believe, is setting up for some type of false flag event, which will be blamed on Russia specifically. The United States, through the National Science Foundation, the NSF, which is a proxy for special access program funding, this is not anything new to a lot of people out there, has been doing a lot of work in the Antarctica region. There are tons of rumors of what they are potentially doing and what they found in Antarctica, as well as what they've built in Antarctica. To give you an idea of why Iran is coming forward now and making claims to Antarctica, in my opinion, is to expose what the United States has been doing there. Let's just say that this has a lot more to do with space capabilities, weapons, research, and technology than it does with Iran wanting to go to someplace cold. This was a shot across the bow to the United States by Russia to stop war progressions towards World War III, or they will expose Antarctica and what is happening and going on down there. Information warfare is the war that we are in right now. These people, they make moves that perform very, they, these moves that they make, these actions that they make are signs and uh, signals to each other. Iran is proxy for Russia. Russia just said, dude, you want to say that we're putting nukes up in space? You got nukes up in space. Not only that, as we know what you're doing down in Antarctica. And if you keep on pushing this narrative, we're going to expose you. That's what just happened, at least in my opinion. Okay. Now there's some Trump news. We just talked about that. I want to get to the Trump news though. So Egypt today has officially ditched the U.S. dollar for trade. This is another Middle Eastern country. Another BRICS nation has ditched the U.S. dollar in trade. What else do we have here? Jeff Bezos, we talked about that. There's a, there's an aspect of, oh, this is the one I was looking for. I, I found it. Cool. I like it. I like it. I don't have to search for things. So yesterday, when the U.S. came out and said, we need this Ukrainian funding, the $60 billion, because Russia's putting nukes in space, and part of this funding, we didn't want to tell you people, is for us to do something very similar, counter-defensive measures. So, you know, so we don't get nuked. It's all bullshit. It's all bullshit. But ask yourself why, on the day that the United States military comes out, or not the military, the United States government, Joe Biden administration, comes out and says that Russia is putting nukes in space, that they have space capabilities that exceed that of the United States, and they have satellite killers. That SpaceX launched a Falcon 9 rocket from Cape Canaveral. This is from the Space Force Station in Florida, in support of the United States Space Force. Mission 124, the rocket, which was one of three that are expected to launch within the next 24 hours, was carrying six military satellites, two for the U.S. Department's Missile Defense Agency and four for the U.S. Space Force's Development Agency. There are no coincidences, people. Ask yourself why 
those rockets, those three rockets launched MDA and SDA satellites after the U.S. came out and made that announcement. <clears throat> the reason in, in my book why they would do something like that. If they're making the announcement, the accusation towards Russia that Russia has nukes in space or they have some type of capability that they don't have, then their objective would be to match that capability as fast as possible. On the same day they did that, three rockets launched, one from the Missile Defense Agency, the other from the Space Development Agency. What do you think they had on them? Satellite killer satellite drones, tactical nukes, reloading the rods of gods, directed energy weapons. Who knows? But it's probably something of that caliber that is on its way up there. So this gives me the idea that we're in the midst of war. And there's quite a few other things that we're going to be talking about that is going to bring this about. Not only we are in the midst of World War III, because you remember, when the deep state, when the cabal, when the globalists, when the elites, when they begin to lose and they know that they're going to lose and their backs are against the wall, they will scorch this earth before they ever give up power again. We're coming to that point, guys. We're at that point right now. What do I mean by that? Well, Donald Trump, Donald Trump today. Did you know that he filed uh, his Supreme Court immunity case today? Yeah, Donald Trump posted his Supreme Court immunity case. Why? Because Donald Trump is on the offensive against the deep state. And he's beating them at their own game. The, the Fannie Willis stuff in Georgia is just comical. Do you notice how many pages Donald Trump's filing was to the Supreme Court? I don't know about you, but that just, that number seems familiar to me. 17. Interesting, isn't it? And interesting enough, Dan Scavino. Now, yesterday, we had the whole missile defense, all this stuff happening, right? We have, oh, Russia's got nukes in space. Oh, no, whatever should we do? Dan Scavino went ahead and reposted the liftoff of the U.S. Space Force's 124 SpaceX 11th National Security Space Launch on Falcon rocket. So those missile defense satellites that are going up to space, Scavino reposted that, okay, with what looks like the trail of the rocket from Trump Force One. But he posted this much later, not during the day, much later, at 10.34 p.m. Well, he posted it at 10.34 p.m. Isn't it odd? Scavino posts this at 10.34 p.m. A retreat of the SpaceX rocket that launched today with Milsats after the Russian nuke scare event of them putting sat killer weapons in space. Coincidence on the timestamp? No such thing. Q post 10.34. Look at this. Satellite hack? G GPS spoof? What fell from space recently? Accident or retaliation? Track, of, track events, timelines, we are in control. Hmm. And by the way, it's, it's interesting um, post, by the way. This is one of the few uh, Q 
Q post that Q mistyped and had the typo of W instead of Q. But satellite hack, GPS spoof, what fell from space recently, accident or retaliation. Now, if you remember during that time, we had things falling from the sky on both sides of the coast. On the Washington state, we had these long streaks that were called asteroids. On the Florida side, the next day, we had the same thing. What fell from the sky recently? Accident or retaliation? Satellite hack, GPS spoof? And then Scavino posts that. So what is Scavino maybe telling us? I don't know. Maybe he's trying to hint that there's something else going on here. In my opinion, he's telling us there's something else going on here. But it's interesting that we're back on the trend of the, the, the time stance and the Q posts. I think this is critically important because we're coming to that point where we, we have to be start paying attention to what's happening because this is going to move very, very, very fast. So guys, we are in the midst of the storm and the firestorm, right? The shit storm and the firestorm. The firestorm is the deep state globalist cabal ploy to take down the United States of America. The storm is Donald Trump's retaliation against them. Now, Donald Trump has been making some interesting comments lately. One of them specifically has been geared toward NATO. Let's listen to this quick clip. The heads of the country stood up and said, does that mean that if we don't pay the bills, that you're not going to protect us? I said, that's exactly what it means. Exactly. I'm not going to protect you. So he doubles down on telling NATO that they got to pay their fair share, which I agree. If we're going to have some type of alliance like that, military alliance, Everybody should have to pay, right? The United States shouldn't be carrying everybody on their back. But then you have to get into the idea of why do we even have NATO anymore? Do we need NATO anymore? And see, I think that this is why Trump has been kind of poking the bear or stirring up the hornet's nest. During his first term, he did the same thing. And those countries gladly came forward and paid their fair share for NATO. Why? Because they're scared of Russia. They're scared of the BRICS nations. Although Russia has no aspirations to invade Eastern Europe or even to reunite the Eastern European countries that broke away during the Soviet Union. Although, two days ago, Ukraine used a swarm of drones to attack another Russian naval vessel in the Black Sea. Yesterday, all of Ukraine was currently under air strike alert as Russian ballistic missiles flew towards the capital of Kyiv and multiple targets were hit. What does this show us? That Ukraine can't win this war, will not win this war. The only way that Ukraine can have any upper hand or edge against Russia is if the West enters the war, if the United States enters the war. And right now, we already have preparations being made for that. We have Germany and Poland both in full mobilization headed towards the various different borders, bringing missile defense shields, missile launch systems, missile defense systems. We have the United States moving tons of troops over to Eastern Europe in the, the light of NATO training exercises with 90,000 people showing up for the latest one. But then you also have a level of destabilization that's occurring in the Middle East. Now, you shouldn't be surprised by this rhetoric because this is just 
beating the war drum more and more. Nora O'Donnell, are there members of Iran's elite Revolutionary Guard Corp that are actually on the ground in Yemen providing intelligence and targeting? Listen to what Vice Admiral Brad Cooper says. Intelligence and targeting. The Iranian Revolutionary Guard Corps is inside Yemen and they are serving side by side uh, with the Houthis, advising them and providing targeting information. And so what have we done to degrade that capability? Yeah, that's a, that will obviously end up being a policy decision. Our role at this point is to simply be ready and continue to be uh, aggressive in exercising our right to self-defense. <sighs> now, is Iran in Yemen? Yeah, absolutely. They're in Syria. They're in Yemen. Are they coordinating these actions? Absolutely they are. Um is the United States going to exploit that and utilize that for further progression in the Middle East? Yes, they are. And there was another point because in a country right next to it, Lebanon, Lebanon's Hezbollah is currently providing massive military strikes on Israel. This was five hours ago. You're going to expect an Israeli uh, retaliation attack on Lebanon, Yemen, and Syria coming in the next few days. Going to the next point, the Prime Minister of Armenia, Nikol Pashinyan, stated today that they have received intelligence that indicates that Azerbaijan is preparing for a full-scale war with Armenia. You have the Western nations, first the BRICS nations, Russia-sponsored, U.S.-sponsored. Okay? This is <clears throat> most likely not true. Azerbaijan is probably just playing the defensive ploy, uh, more aligned there with Russia, Armenia, aligned with the United States. And just another proxy that could be exploited during all of this. So this came out a little while ago, and uh, this was... Uh, this was by uh, Mario Newall, who put this out there. This was according to Russians, uh, um, according to Russia's news agency. Now, there's a few stories here, but I want you to follow the narrative. Russia's anti-satellite weapon may be in space already. The senior congressional aide confirmed that the threat to U.S. security is Russian anti-satellite weapon. Okay, great. Breaking Kremlin calls space nuke story a trick. Kremlin spokesperson Dmitry Peskov. Denied U.S. claims that Russia has nuclear weapons in space. He called it a trick by the White House to get U.S. politicians to approve an aid package to Ukraine. I think they're right. And then here, U.S. to Russia, we've got our eye on you. Not our eyes, our eye. Hours after disclosing the national security risk involved in Russian plans to send nukes to space, the U.S. reportedly launched six spy satellites um, in its new Cold War brewing. Those weren't spy satellites. Okay, I know we know this. They weren't spy satellites, but go back to Putin's interview with Tucker. He said something specific. Okay, and I think that this is what has gotten U.S. lawmakers and the military up in a bunch. Putin talked about hypersonic missiles. He talked about 2014, the Nuclear Proliferation Treaty, how the United States wanted to put missile defense shields on NATO's border with Russia to defend against Iran. And Putin said, you can't do this. No, you're expanding NATO. They said, well, do whatever you want. He left the Nuclear Proliferation Treaty and he started developing hypersonic missile systems. Now, what are these hypersonic missile systems? 
Um, do you remember last year when there was rumor that China, well, there wasn't a rumor, that China had a missile, a hypersonic launch system, vehicle launch system, that defied the laws of physics? Where do you think they got that technology from? Russia already has developed it. That's a hypersonic launch platform. The problem with these launch platforms and the reason why they say that it defies the laws of physics. So when this hypersonic um, launch system is traveling through the low atmosphere, really high up, 30,000, 50,000, 60,000 feet, when it's traveling there, there's a lot of air resistance. Um, at those velocities, since they're not anti-gravity, they produce a lot of friction. That friction produces what's called a plasma sheath around the, uh, the, the vehicle. That plasma sheath basically drowns out electromagnetic signaling. So the problem is, is that electromagnetic communication, radio waves can't get in or out outside of that plasma sheath. And so in order for them to communicate with the launch system to get it the proper target acquisition data, they have to find a way to get around that plasma sheath, which they have never been able to do. China was close to it. Russia has already done it. And the reason Russia did it, because you have to go back to the 1970s, Russia, Russia technology, and their research into radio waves, specifically into the electromagnetic spectrum and into psychotronic weaponry. See, Russia back in the 1970s had discovered a new form a new waveform that was utilized and propagated within various different spectrums. These they called longitudinal waves, but were termed scalar waves. Now, scalar waves are unidirectional waves. To give you an idea of what a scalar wave is or a longitudinal wave is, imagine taking that rope and going up and down like this and you produce your sine wave that goes up and down. That's called a traverse wave, that sine wave type of wave. That's a traverse wave, okay? Now what I want you to do is take a slinky and elongate the slinky and then just touch one spring and spring it back and go bling, 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 longitudinal versus traverse, okay? Now, one of the things that Russia discovered out of this, and there's a great scientist out of there by the name of Konstantin Mile, who has published multiple papers, he's Russian, about these specific topics. One thing that Russia discovered is that everything, all electromagnetic energy is derived from scalar waves. That the natural interactory medium of the universe, how everything is interacting, is in scalar waves. And that the result of those scalar waves, the, 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 um, the breakdown, how those scalar waves affect that transient medium, are traverse waves, are what we know of as electricity, the electromagnetic spectrum, radio waves. So Russia knew this back in the 70s. So communicating, being able to transfer a signal, digital data from one point to another through a plasma sheath is, is not hard when you're not utilizing traverse waves in the electromagnetic spectrum, but instead scalar waves. Not only that, as it brings about a whole plethora of directed energy weapons. Okay, I wanted to talk about that a little bit. So 
my summarization of those events right there specifically, because I think it's, uh, it's, it's important to kind of sum up a lot of this for everybody out there. I wanted to do something real quick. What the hell is this? Sorry. Okay. There we go. Uh, I wanted to go ahead and do something real quick. I, I just want to go ahead and do some uh, updates and stuff. Uh, for everybody out there, the scratching is released on Pilled on V Live. The chess is coming. Um, tonight, social, and, and I'm not done yet. There's still a lot more news. On the social red pill, we have the after um, after dark chat, I think. No, it's not the after dark chat. It's the Thursday night Q&A. So tonight is the Thursday night Q&A. You guys can tune in, listen to that. That is on Zoom on the social red pill. You got to be a subscribing member over there. Um, but that does help support everything that we do here. Um, so keep that in mind for anybody looking for information on the gold and silver Kirk Elliott that is posted on the social red pill. Um, I will, once I get back access to my email contacts, my email mailing list, um, I will blow out an email. So make sure you subscribe to social red or the red pill, uh, redpills.tv. Um, and we'll get that information out to you. Uh, a summarization. We are on the verge of the top two tiers of the firestorm event. Global economic collapse, World War III. Now, I've said that you have to destabilize the foundation, social, cultural, political, institutional infiltration, right? You have to destabilize that whole platform. That makes an unsteady foundation. When you have that unsteady foundation, now you affect what feeds that infrastructure and supply chain. You start crumbling that, depleting that. And then what happens is the top monsters, global, uh, uh, the global economy in World War III breaking out, become inevitable. We are getting to that point of inevitability of global economic collapse and World War III because of the weakening of the foundation around it. This is the firestorm in a nutshell. Now, social destabilization. You know, I don't even know what to say the, about this fucking thing. Um, this is just an embarrassment. This is... Uh, uh, Admiral, quote unquote, um, Rocky Levine. Uh, its name's Rachel. Its name's Rachel. But um, hello. I'm, no, not hello. I'm Admiral Rachel Levine. No, you're not. This Black History Month, I'm oh shut up. Pleased to partner with OMH in advance. I bet you are advancing better health through better understanding for Black. You're fat and ugly. Your teeth are rotten. What do you know about health? I just can't stand this hypocrisy coming out of the Biden administration. I just wanted to show you that because that's the state of the world that we're in right now. And then there's this state of the world. Okay. There's this side of the house. Special counsel has charged FBI's confidential source for allegedly providing false derogatory info on President Biden and Hunter Biden. You can't make this shit up. Hold on. Oh, someone deleted the post. So here's what we got. David Weiss, special counsel David Weiss has, char has charged ex-FBI informant Alexander Smirnov over allegedly lying about the Biden family's involvement with the Burisma Holdings, a Ukrainian energy firm at the center of the alleged bribery scheme. So the Republicans that are going to try to impeach Joe Biden are trying to bring about this whole idea that Joe Biden had relations with Burisma while he was vice president and Hunter Biden was the one cutting the deals. 
Alexander Smirnov was one of the key component witnesses. By the way, Smirnov came forth in 2017 with this information, updated the information in 2020 about his conversations in 2014 and 2015. David Weiss, who is a Trump appointee, was held over by the Obama or by the Biden administration and then named special counsel by Attorney General Garland. But let's get this straight. I want you to look at the facts here. A Biden appointed special counsel charged ex-FBI informant who was a key witness against Biden. They charged him for lying about the exact statements he made that claim Biden was a criminal. I mean, how fucking convenient. I mean, a Biden-appointed special counsel goes and charges the key witness against Biden that the statements he made against Biden were false. Yeah. I don't know anybody who's going to believe that fucking nonsense. Credible sources uh, close to D.C. Drano have told D.C. Trano that Speaker Johnson has been fighting the release of the January 6th tables, uh, tapes, but is being stopped by Mitch McConnell. Mitch is claiming his sergeant-at-arms is against the release, but my sources say that is a lie. Mitch needs to come clean. Is he blocking the release of the J6 uh, tapes? Is he protecting against disclosure of his role in minimizing security that day? Well, how about this, D.C. Drano? It doesn't matter. Mitch McConnell has no authority whatsoever what the Speaker of the House does. That's why we have a separation of powers. The, the head of the Senate or the minority whip in the Senate has no say what the Speaker of the House does. So Mitch has no authority over the Speaker of the House unless someone like Mitch has that power over the Speaker. But then that's called the deep state. That's not, that's not real. And it goes to show you that the Speaker of the House is controlled by Mitch McConnell. And that should concern you. Tucker today posted his experiences in Russia and his thoughts on the U.S. Russia has come a long way since the end of the Cold War. This is my opinion. Although life there might appear like it was in the U.S. during the Cold War, keep in mind that Russian government is only different from the U.S. in foreign policy ideology, and there is no guarantee of your rights or freedoms, even though they have a constitution. There's no right guarantee here. Um, I guess the same can be said as the United States as well. But let's watch Tucker Carlson's little journey into a Russian grocery store. I went from amused to legitimately angry. Um... So we were guessing what this would cost. Everybody here is from the United States, buys groceries, and we didn't pay any attention to costs as we were just putting in the cart what we would actually eat over a week. And we all came in around 400 bucks, about 400 bucks. Um, it was $104 US here. And that's when you start to realize that ideology maybe doesn't matter as much as you thought, corruption. If you take people's standard of living and you tank it through filth and crime and inflation, and they literally can't buy the groceries they want. At that point, maybe it matters less what you say or whether you're a good person or a bad person. You're wrecking people's lives in their country, and that's what our leaders have done to us. And coming to a Russian grocery store, the heart of evil, and seeing what things cost and how people live, it will radicalize you against our leaders. That's how I feel anyway, radicalized.
We're not making any of this up, by the way, at all. Interesting, isn't it? That we're meant to believe that Russia is some massive Soviet communist country, that it's absolutely horrible, but yet it has the Judeo-Christian values that we wish we had in the United States of America. Some of the cleanest and most prosperous cities in the world are in Russia. The people there are mainly friendly. Yeah, they have uh, they have a deep state. Yeah, they have um, you know oligarchs that control things. But don't we have that here in the United States of America? They have a constitution which they say will guarantee the rights of their citizens. But don't we have that same thing here in the United States of America? And the government really doesn't give two shits about that. They have a president who has basically led the country for the last twenty four years. Um, is that president any worse than any of the presidents we've had here in the United States of America? I wouldn't say so. He loves his country. He's there to protect his country. He's absolutely a nationalist. And he's so worried about his country being lost to the Western societies, to the globalists, that he retains power for 24 years and will kill to do it. I don't want to move to Russia. I don't want to be a Russian. But I want you to recognize Russia. Russia is today, in my perspective, from what I'm seeing, I haven't experienced it, what we wish America was. I mean, $124 worth of groceries when you have a cart full. I want that. You know, fill up your tank of gas for 20 bucks. I want that. Wait, we had all that under Donald Trump. Interesting how things work, isn't it? Because you had all that under Donald Trump. Now, my prediction on this is that the globalists know that Donald Trump's coming back. They can't stop Donald Trump unless they assassinate him, which they gave him many warnings. But they know the moment they do that, other things begin to drop. He begins putting out there things that can't be put back in the Pandora's box. And they don't want that. That's the last resort. They can go to World War III or global economic collapse and through the chaos try to control the world that's spinning out of control. But that's a very difficult scenario to manage. So you have to ask yourself as a globalist, as an elitist, is it easier to just put your plans on hold and or transition the world along with the ideals of nationalism and implement the new world order that way? Because you have two competing authorities right now. You have the Western world order, which is moving towards a Marxist world order. And then you have the BRICS world order that is moving towards a nationalist world order. And as a globalist, these multi-conglomerates, these wealthy elitists, these secret societies who control the strings of everything below them, they're asking themselves right now, is it worth it to even go along with the West agenda and to eliminate 85% of the population and to, to implement Marxism? I mean, that's their wet dream, but is it plausible anymore with the damage that Donald Trump has done and the amount of people that have woken up? A few weeks ago, there was... Uh, an interview with Jamie Dimon, the CEO of JP Morgan, where he came out and he was talking about Donald Trump. Whether you love him or hate him, Donald Trump's policies, he was right about the economy. He was right about foreign policy. He was right about the border. That's Jamie Dimon saying that. Although Donald Trump did bring Jamie Dimon as an advisor. 
But Jamie Dimon has been predominantly left in his political ideology. So why all of a sudden is the head of J.P. Morgan shifting? Today, J.P. Morgan and BlackRock, the big player, dropped out of a massive United Nations climate alliance in a stunning move, according to the mainstream media. Why did they drop out of that? Why is ESG dying? Why is stakeholder capitalism rising up through the Rothschilds exchanges? Because all these companies, these corporations, these financial institutions, they want to survive and thrive. And if they know that a power transition is coming and they can't stop that power transition, that they better adopt to it and get on the right side of history. And this is what you're seeing right now. The transition of a lot of, I don't know who Nate's talking to. The transition of a lot of these companies going towards Donald Trump's foreign policy, moving away from DEI, ESG, moving away from the climate change agenda, that's an indication. That's an indication that this world is about to change. What is ZK Bull? Is this like a, a Ukrainian that's in there who like doesn't like us because we were talking something about Russia? <clears throat> Anyways. Anyways, I hate trolls. But anyways, listen. We are seeing the globalists all around the world prepare in different perspectives. You have the Jeff Bezos who are selling off billions of dollars in stocks. Other massive billionaires are doing the same thing. Then on the other side of the house, you have multi-conglomerates that are ditching these horrible ESG policies and climate change agendas. There is a war being waged up here, a war of the roses, if you want to call it that. We have the multi-headed Hydra. We have the different factions that are all fighting each other. They are picking sides once again. I think that is becoming a known fact that they can't stop Donald Trump. That even if they kill him, they make him stronger. They make MAGA stronger than ever. They know this. Putin, I think, was trolling people when he came out and said that Biden is the best person for Russia, not Donald Trump. I disagree. I think Putin absolutely loves Trump and worked with Trump. And he's just saying that because Donald Trump's going to win the election if it happens. And they'll blame it on Russian interference again. What else have we got here? Oh, this is great. Check this out. Talk about social and cultural destabilization. A new trend. Recently, they have been busting groups that are stealing large quantities of merchandise, and they say the suspects are in the country illegally. The latest theft unfolded at this Ulta on February 1st. We've obtained video from inside the store that shows two men walk inside, both with distinct white patches hanging from their back pockets. Two males come in. Police say they helped steal $2,000 worth of merchandise. 
They were identified as Albert Terralba Jordan and Caviar Gilarte Campos, both from Venezuela, and police say both entered the U.S. illegally. They're taking advantage of, you know, coming to the United States and committing these crimes and uh, being able to disappear to some degree. West Whiteland. So that's in Pennsylvania, rural Pennsylvania. Remember that, rural Pennsylvania. What else did we find out today is that one of the shooters in the Kansas City chief celebration was an illegal immigrant from the Middle East. Hmm. I wonder if they put him up to that. I wonder if something like MKUltra was utilized in that. Or if he was meant to be there. Now, I don't know why he was in a gunfight with these black teenagers. Or maybe the black teenagers saw this guy pull a gun and they pulled the gun on him and were defending themselves. Maybe that's the story. I don't know. But yesterday we had, what, three different shootings today, a whole bunch of stuff. Things are blowing up all over the country. We had a an, a, a gas, natural gas tanker blow up in California. We had a, a building have a, a fire in a mechanical room in Washington, D.C. All types of weird stuff's happening. Expect more weird stuff to happen. And how about this weird stuff right here? 418 to 0 to 1. One congressperson voted present to this bill. The House approved a bipartisan resolution condemning rape and sexual violence committed by Hamas in the war against Israel. I don't even know why the fuck they have to vote on something stupid like this. But Congresswoman Talib is the one that voted present. Why would she vote present? Why would she vote? That's basically a no, by the way. Does she approve of those things? We have some very radical people in our government, in Congress, in our state governments. I'm in Minnesota. Trust me. We got some radical people here in that government. But then there's also good people. I was kind of surprised. Last week, I'm in my, my house. I, see, I call it a new house. It's not a new, new house. The house was built in 78. Um, I'm in my house and uh, my new residence. I get a knock on the door and there's this, this lady at my door. And she says, oh, I'm from uh, a welcome neighbor. That's what it's called. Welcome neighbor. I'm like, what's welcome neighbor? She goes, well, we work with the, um, the uh, what is it? The, uh, the commerce, the city commerce. And we go around and welcome all the new homeowners to the town. And we tell them about the town, give them the history of the town and, and give them maps and directions and businesses and all this stuff. I'm like, well, that's actually pretty cool. She gave me the file folder. Today, I got a letter in the mail, kind of very personalized, like, hey, I'm your uh, your state representative and nice to meet you, Josh. And, you know, if you need anything, I'm in Waconia. You can come on over and, you know, this is who I am. This is what I represent. I'm like, whoa. Yeah. Roxy's like, this is new to you. I'm like, yeah, this is new to me because you don't find this in blue states. Even though I'm in a blue state, but you find this in highly conservative areas and areas that respect people. Absolutely. Exactly what I was thinking, Ron. Ron, Roxy, that's exactly where I was going with this. But so things like that make me feel good about my representatives. Are they pieces of shit? They might be. But hey, my town is is willing to 
that come out there and, and pay a little money for people to come welcome you to the neighborhood, which is really cool because it shows that they care about the community. And I think that that is a vital aspect to rebuild our country to where we want our country to be. This was some interesting news that came out today. 80% of Americans, 80% of Americans test positive for a chemical found in Cheerios Quaker Oats that may cause infertility and delayed puberty. Wow. The highly toxic agricultural chemical is federally allowed to be used on oats and other grains imported to the U.S., according to the EWG. EWG is the Environmental Working Group. They published a study in the Journal of Exposure Science Environmental Epidemi Epidemiology on Thursday that found a staggering of 80% of Americans tested positive for a harmful pesticide called chloromaquit. Chloromaquit produces reduced fertility, altered fetal growth, and delayed puberty. Huh, I wonder if that has anything to do with autism. Just as troubling, they detected another ke the chemical in 92% of oat-based foods purchased in May 2023, including Quaker Oats and Cheerios, the nonprofit said. General Mills, which makes cherry, uh, Cheerios, PepsiCo, and Quaker Oats, didn't immediately respond to requests or comments. Um, that wasn't by accident, Pete. They don't put infertility drugs in your food because it was an accident. When you join the military and you go to boot camp, um, what is it? They put, um, I want to say saltpeter, but it's not saltpeter. They put, um, they put an additive into your food to basically make it so men can't get erections and stuff. Oh yeah. They put it throughout your whole boot camp. Why do they do things like that? Well, in the military, they do that so that you don't have those thoughts of wanting to do those things and you can focus on other things. In the food industry, they do that because they want to control the population. And they want to do it for a good reason. The good reason, their agenda, not ours. The good reason is because they want a techno-fascist, Marxist-controlled, oligarchical-run New world order. They want you dead and gone and no longer reproducing so that they can rule and dominate the world with a smaller population constricted to smart cities that are more sparse throughout the world. All right. Was there another point? Oh, Sheriff, today, uh, this is, uh, there is a report today that 2 million. Terrorists, terrorists, this comes from a report of the Sheriff's Association. Over 2 million terrorists have crossed the border. And that goes to the other point of social destabilization. And I actually mentioned this in a tweet saying, <clears throat> isn't it interesting that the amount of Chinese-level military men that have come across the border is about 2 million. The amount of terrorists that have crossed the border is about 2 million. That's about 4 million people. And that's equivalent to the amount of the United States standing army of just armed citizens. Hmm. Interesting. I think some other foreign militaries found, found a way to take down the United States of America through the inside, which means that we need to be vigilant. We need to keep our eyes open. We need to remember what's going on here. That things are going to get a lot crazier this year, guys. 
Um, is there going to be an election this year? I don't really know. I hope so. I hope we go into the election. Trump gets elected. We go in the January. He takes power and shit hits, starts hitting the fan. Um, I don't think it's going to be that pretty. I think that there's going to be a lot of disclosure, a lot of D-class from now to then um, to make that happen. I think there's going to be a lot of people disgraced and embarrassed and a lot of people um, accused of treason, which will be investigated during the next Trump administration. Um, I think that the deep state and the cabal are going to make moves against any of that happening. And that potentially could lead to World War III and global economic collapse. But almost ultimately, what one thing that you will see is societal destabilization is leave the world behind type of shit coming to the United States of America, whether it's through a cyber attack, an attack on critical infrastructure, doesn't matter. You're going to see leave the world behind type of shit most likely happen in 2024. So with that being said, get your asses out there and prepare. When you go to the grocery store, take five extra dollars and buy some canned foods, okay? Buy non-perishable and canned foods. Store them in your closet. Store them under your couch. I don't give a shit. Store food. Store water. Have a way to defend yourself. 12-gauge shotgun, best thing you could ever buy. Diversify your assets. Hedge them against the collapsing economy. 15 to 25% is what you want to be in within gold and silver, right? You want to hedge your assets accordingly. So our one of our mods is our mod right now is putting out uh, some links, socialredpill.com and redpills.tv. So if you want to find our sponsors, help support us in any way, shape, or form, redpills.tv is the perfect place to go. Um, over there, you can find um, whether it's Cash App um, or Give, Send, Go campaign, or you can find some sponsors that we have, or even the links to Social Red Pill. Socialredpill.com is our private social network. You can join us over there. The base level subscription gives you access to every Thursday night Q&A that we have. That is going to take place in about 30 minutes from now. It's a live Q&A on Zoom. You're more than welcome to join in. Um, I'll be posting the link here in just a little while. So everybody who's on there, you're going to see the link. And you can join in. I hope to see a lot of you guys there. Um, so socialredpill.com. It's also Red Pill Patrons. But the best way to get to it is to go to redpills.tv, subscribe there, and then go on over there and get over the Social Red Pill. Uh, for those that are wanting the annual subscriptions, uh, this weekend, starting tomorrow, I will be doing that 20% discount for the annual uh, subscriptions for a lot of people. I've had a, quite a few people saying, I want that. So I'm going to be putting that out there. So if you're looking to do that, let me know and I can get that over to you. Um, other than that, guys, don't forget about Pet Club. We had Kurt and Kristen on this week. Uh, amazing products. I'm getting tons more feedback from you guys after every show. So redpills.tv slash pets redpills.tv slash mushroom and redpills.tv slash coffee. Those are in the chats as well. You can see them there in the live chats. Much love, respect. God bless you guys. You guys take care. Tomorrow, conversations on the fringe Friday night with Fringe After Dark preceding it. Uh, no topic. We'll have that updated by tomorrow night. Uh, James with Unrestricted Warfare will be up next, followed by the Red Pill live stream right after that. Have a great night, guys. Try and bend the spoon. That's impossible. Only try to realize the truth. What truth? There is no spoon.